Welcome to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast, the show by and for female millennial entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina. Here's something that I think is relevant for the new year without doing a super new year specific episode, mostly because I just didn't think of it in time. But this is something that somebody asked me actually about doing an episode about a while ago. And so I've been thinking about it and I'm no expert in this, but it's something that I think we all deal with in business. And I have you know, personal experience with it, um, even though I'm not necessarily an expert. So I have some thoughts and also things that I've heard other people say, you know, work or things to do in addition to my, just what's worked for me in my actual life. So, and, and here's the thing I have now talked for two full minutes without telling you what it is, but the question is about how to ask for help in your business. And it's something that I think is relevant for the new year because so many of us are thinking about the year ahead, planning things out, thinking about what new goals we want to be working towards and how to make them happen. And I think that's something that comes up a lot in thinking about those things is, okay, but how much of this can I do myself? How much of this can I feasibly get done time-wise, skills-wise, you know, all of those things? And then which things would make more sense to either have somebody help me with or what else will I need, right? So I think it also depends on where you are in business because, you know, when we start out in business, probably, you know, most of us, we, we start out doing everything ourselves, right? We're building this from nothing, figuring things out as we go in terms of what we need to do, you know, whether that's building out a website or writing your own copy. And then obviously up, up and down and down until carrying out the actual services, right? For what the business is, um, dealing with clients or creating the product or whatever it is. It's like we figured out by ourselves and we get pretty savvy with most things and figure out how we like to do things and basically realize that we can do so much ourselves. <laughs> I feel like that's, it's, it's like such a blessing and a curse, right? Because things that you would never even thought of doing before you're now doing because you kind of either just need to start researching somewhere. So you even know what to figure out, you know, what to even ask for or what to hire someone for, or then honestly, so much of it becomes, okay, well, right now I don't have any money to have somebody do that, but it needs to get done. So how can I figure out how to do it myself? Like you just, you start out with more time than money. So your time is the only thing you're going to pass up by trying to figure something out yourself. Right. And then obviously once you get to a certain point, your money is, you actually have more money than time or your, your time becomes much more valuable to you because you have less of it or you have other things going on. Or quite honestly, people are now willing to pay you a lot more for your time than what a certain task would take to pay someone else to do it. Right. So I guess for all of those reasons, or if you just need to outsource something for any other reason, really, I'm sure there are things I'm not thinking of. Those are all things that come up. So, I mean, but it can still be hard because we don't want to, it's, it can be hard to let go of certain things as I'm sure you can all relate. Um, It can feel hard to 
figure out what you really need help with. And it can also sometimes feel like it's going to be hard to burden somebody else with having to do something for our business. But most of that comes down to like, it's, it's tough to trust someone else to do the thing as successfully as we would if we do it ourselves. I think even if it's like total, I'm obviously not an expert, right? In whatever this other thing is, like, I'm not, I'm not an expert in websites, but why do I like have trouble letting someone else like do my website? It, it makes no sense because obviously they're going to do better than I would. But part of me is like, well, but what if they don't do it the way I want it? Right. What if they don't do it as good as I would do it or write the things I would want it to say or look the way I want it to look, even though I quite honestly wouldn't be able to tell you how I want it to look. <laughs> but it's like, I know that through trial and error, I'll figure it out and know that I'll not have wasted anybody else's time, not wasted my money. Right. So I feel like there are things like that for everybody. And also it can just be hard to actually do the ask, right. It can be hard to actually ask for help. And there are some things I think though, that we can keep in mind to help make that easier. I think a lot of it is mindset. And I think we should like, if nothing else, let's have this serve as a reminder that you shouldn't be afraid to ask for help. Like I don't want any of you to feel like you shouldn't ask for help if you do need it because I mean, that's what we're all here for. We're all here for helping each other and help doesn't mean that you're asking for charity. It means if you're asking, if you, if you need someone to help you with something in your business, you're either going to be hiring somebody to do it, which is providing them with a job. And either way, it's not like, you're forcing someone into it. You're, you're offering something to somebody that they probably want to do. So <laughs> that's not a bad thing. And if you are asking, like you want somebody to talk you through something or serve as a mentor in some way to you or your business, and you're really you're like, you're not actually hiring them for something, you want to ask an opinion or ask somebody's expertise. I mean, I think for the most part, people are going to be flattered that you'd ask for their opinion or that you're interested in, you know, something that has to do with their expertise and they may want to take part in what you're working on. They might want to just talk you through whatever could be helpful. A lot of people want to help or, or enjoy helping, especially if it's a sort of mentorship situation. Like, I mean, people are going to be really honest with you about whether they have the desire to do that or not and, and whether they have the time for it because that's what it's going to often come down to. And if they say no, they say no. And that's no big deal. You're in the exact same situation that you were before you asked, right? They're probably not going to think that you're a terrible person for having reached out. I mean, nobody's going to be like, can you believe her? She thought that I might be able to offer an opinion or thoughts or suggestions or be a sounding board for her business. No, most people are going to think, oh, wow, that's flattering that she thought of me for that. I wish I had time for it. I definitely don't have the capacity to mentor someone in their business right now, but that's flattering that they would think of me for that. You know, most people I think will have that mindset. And if for any reason, like they're not the kind of person that you're thinking of asking for this kind of help, like you're not going to be asking the kind of person who would have any other of the more negative mindset towards it, right? Because you're not going to just be asking any random person off the street. You're asking someone you know, someone who you already trust and have some sort of relationship with probably. So 
you probably have a sense of how they do business, how they conduct themselves, how they feel about you and your business. So I think that's just important to keep in mind. A couple of other things, I guess, that I think can make it easier, can make it easier to to get the help that you need in your business. I mean, I think one of the hardest things, but probably one of the most important is determining what you need. So I think it's easy to be kind of like, okay, I really need help. I, I need help or, or even I need help with this. And it's like a general thing, right? Like I need, I don't know why I keep using this as an example, but like I need help with my website, right? But what is that more specifically? What does the help look like for you? What will be actually helpful in terms of an outcome for this? Because we can go to somebody, well, really we can't go to somebody without to ask for help if we don't know what we're looking for. Although I do think, you know, there's a way to think about it. If, if you find, if you know somebody who is like an expert in that thing and you really are willing to keep it pretty open and ask for their expertise, that can work. Sometimes I think if you're really going to be open to it and, and really, you know, either listen to what they say or let them do what they need to do in the way that they would plan to do it. But you can't kind of go in without really having a concrete idea of what it is that will feel helpful to you. And then, you know, just be like, that's not what I wanted, you know, or be like disappointed with the outcome. If it's not actually what you, what feels the most helpful to you, or it doesn't feel like it fully took it off your plate because you still need to then do X, Y, and Z because you weren't clear about what it was. So I guess an example I'm thinking of is, I guess the two people that I have hired most recently who have both been amazing, I kind of went about it backwards, the opposite of what I'm telling you. And I was like, basically, I need someone who, well, for this podcast, I have an amazing podcast editor, Chrissy, who's editing this right now. And I was like, you know, this is, I need someone to edit the podcast. I need someone to do the like production stuff. I just want to record and I don't want to touch it after that. Like, but I don't know what that looks like. You know, I don't know what people offer for podcast editing or production or what goes into it or what we would need to do. And basically said, whatever you think we should do, I'm going to do, I'll do it. And she laid it out for me. She set up the system. She set up, you know, what I need to do, which is just, you know, record by a certain day and then upload them here and, you know, save them and that's it. And then she does everything else. And she was able to like map that out for me. Here's what it looks like to produce the podcast and was able to do that. And I think that it worked because I'm able to say, okay, tell me what to do for this and then let's make it happen. And I wasn't going to come back to her and be like, well, actually, I think it would be better. Like, actually, can we do it this way or that way? Like, actually, can we use a different system than what you use? Or can you, I don't know, edit the audio in a different way or whatever it would be. I didn't do any of that. I was like, tell me how you, how you do it. And what you need from me to make it happen. And it's worked really well. But I think if you're not totally open to that piece of it, that actually following through with whatever they suggest in their expertise, having an idea of what it is that you need, what will be success for you in taking this off your plate can be really helpful. Like when I am in the process of hiring someone in my PR business and I'm looking for basically like an account executive for my agency. And for that, I'm very specific. (laughs) You know what, what do I need help with this, 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 and this. And what I have learned is that the more specific in those things up front, not only are you going to find the right, a better person because you'll know 
what to look for. You know, if somebody does not have the qualifications or the expertise in a certain thing that you have mapped out as one of your important needs, you're going to know that's not the right person. And that can be important to have that in, that knowledge and stick to that once you get to a point where like meeting people and you're like, actually, I really liked this person. You know, we really hit it off. And as a person, I really like them. But then, okay, I need to check my like list of actual needs. Is this person just somebody I want to hang out with? Or is it someone who's really going to actually get done the things that I need to get done in order for it to be helpful for my business? And that's important to keep in mind. And also, you know, just knowing where to even look for that type of person and knowing if they're achieving success. So if I'm asking for help with something and I bring someone on to do it, I also need to make sure that it's happy, you know, it's getting done in a way that is making sense. And as I said, not just like adding more to your plate or you're still having to deal with things afterwards, knowing upfront what those, what that success looks like can make it so much easier to figure out who's going to do it and how it should be done and whether it's actually being done or if you're kind of wasting your money by having someone trying to help you who's not really providing the help you need. So one of the other things that's good to keep in mind in terms of like figuring out how to find this help is asking your networks. A lot of times it can feel easier in a way to ask for help if you're asking through people that you already know. And then they might also know other people who would be applicable, or they might have other places that they can make the ask that will get in front of other people who might be the right person for you for whatever this is. I think it's important to keep in mind that asking for help is not a negative thing. And there's always going to be somebody who actually wants to help you with the thing that you need help with. And I think that keeping that in mind can make it a lot easier to to ask. And sometimes, so sometimes keeping it a little bit more open-ended, and I hate to use that term because I just said how specific to be, but being a little open-ended in terms of who you ask can be helpful because it can be, I think it can feel harder or scarier or like more of putting something on someone to ask a specific person for a specific thing. And again, I don't think you should not do it if you like know exactly who you need something from, but If it's more like, I need this thing, I need help with this thing or this task or this whatever, accomplishing this, putting it out in a more general sense to, this is what I need help with. Do you know anybody who would be interested in helping in doing this? That can sometimes get you farther because it can get you in front of a person who's interested in helping. And sometimes that can be easier than asking a specific person who you think would be good, but might not have the capacity or for whatever reason, be able to do it. And then you get a no, which can feel can feel bad. So ask your networks, put it out to your networks and keep it a little more open-ended in terms of who you're asking and keeping in mind what it is that you actually need out of it. The last thing I would say is just don't be shy to ask for help. Just keep in mind, like this is kind of, I guess, what I've been saying all along, but don't be shy to ask for help. Just put it out there and keep in mind that everybody needs help with things. <laughs> everybody needs help throughout life. There's always something somebody needs help with and everybody who's gotten farther than you in their business has had help from other people. And again, I mean, I don't mean necessarily like people are doing stuff for free. Like if help doesn't mean for free, it just means somebody doing something that you didn't necessarily want to do yourself or couldn't do yourself. So whether that's hiring someone to do it or finding somebody who does want to just be there be a sounding board, offer ideas, be a mentor, help with something for free, donate their time, donate their experience or their networks, whatever it is. I mean, everybody has used that before and that's not a bad thing. 
And so I think that's just, you know, maybe an obvious one, but an important one to keep in mind. Don't be shy to ask for help. Don't feel bad about it. And just remember there are people out there who want to help. There are people who want to see you succeed. And there are people who actually enjoy being a part of something and will be a part of your success if they get to help you along the way. Not everybody wants to build something from scratch, but most people want to be a part of something successful. So if you're already doing the building from scratch part yourself, or you've already done that, and then you can bring in people to help you along the way, sometimes that's a dream situation for somebody. So keep that in mind. I think spin it a little bit, think about it differently and make it into a positive. How can you be helping somebody who actually wants to be getting experience or getting, you know, building their expertise, building their portfolio, building their business by helping you in yours and thinking about it that way can make you feel a little bit better about it. I mean, honestly, I think it's just keep in mind that if this thing is going to help your business grow, you got to do it, right? It's not worth, it's not worth not doing it. It's not worth not asking for help. It's not worth being too scared or playing too small. If that means that your business isn't going to grow and succeed as fast as it could. So I hope that's helpful to somebody who maybe needed to hear it today or who is thinking about the things they want to do for the rest of this year and thinks there might be things you can't do yourself because that's fine. That's normal. It's honestly the case for all of us. So let's not let that hold us back. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the Female Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast so you won't miss the next episode and leave a review on iTunes with your favorite takeaway from this episode. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you heard on the show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and other links are always in the show notes and we're always happy to hear from you with thoughts, ideas, or even suggestions of someone you'd love to hear me talk to on the show. You can also submit guests online at polinapr.com slash podcast. Lastly, please drop a comment on the post for this episode on the podcast Instagram at Female Millennial Entrepreneurs to let me know you listened. Tune in next time.